Heavenly Father, as we, as we approached about midway through this, this season of Advent, this season of preparation, we pray that you would help us to keep our hearts and our eyes, our very lives, focused on the gift of Jesus Christ, a gift that changes the world, a gift that changes us, and a gift that can, by your word and the power of your Holy Spirit, change the lives of others in our world. Lord, be with us. We pray this day and throughout the season and help us to bear witness to Jesus Christ, the light of the world, in whose name we pray. Amen. There is a term in Latin, in media res, that means literally in the midst of things or in the middle of things. It's used a lot in literature, if you will, to remind us that sometimes when we write, we start in the middle of the story. It's kind of a literary device starting in the middle and then somehow working in what came before and what is yet to come. In a sense, that's what's happening with Christ. This gift of a Christ child that we are preparing for comes in the middle of human history. And we go back. And we tell the story of what came before. As we hear the words of Isaiah speaking to the people this morning, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, and that she has received from the Lord double for all her sins. It is a message of that which is yet to come. That God will send his son into this world. And I love this little phrase in here that reminds us that, that Jesus is going to come and not just give us enough, but he's going to give us double what we really need. That's kind of cool when you think about it. These words of prophecy continue, a voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. This is a picture of a famous valley in Israel, a valley with a road at the bottom. It's a place where oftentimes the robbers and the thieves hide in order to prey upon travelers. The, the name of this valley is the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
We walk in this world every day through the valley of the shadow of death, not knowing when death might come, not knowing when the thieves and, and the robbers and the things of this world might seek our very lives. Death surrounds us. We struggle with it and we fear it, at least at times in our lives. We see how we react in times of pandemic, and we forget that our lives are in the very hands of our Lord Jesus Christ. This sinner who stands in the midst of human history, in the middle of everything. The Savior who comes with the words of the gospel and of salvation. In the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And John comes in the middle of everything, in between Old Testament and New Testament, in the middle of, of, of the culture and the society, calling people back to repentance for their forgiveness of sins. He's reminding them in the words of, of Isaiah the prophet that the, the grass withers and the flowers fade, which means that we're all going to die someday. As good as medical science is, we still haven't cured death. We might be able to stave it off for a period of time and push it away, but it's ultimately going to come to each of us. And yet in the middle of that all, the word of the Lord stands forever. It's God's word that is a solid foundation for our lives. It is God's word upon which we stand in the midst of everything going on around us, in the middle of our culture in the middle of a world that does not want to hear who Jesus is. John the Baptist was sent. He appeared in the wilderness baptizing and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And we know all about the strange way in which he was dressed. But that's a reminder that he comes again to fulfill prophecy that one would come in the way of Elijah. And so he dresses the same way Elijah does. But he comes in the midst of it all, in the middle of everything, to essentially shatter the silence of God. For you see, there hadn't been a prophet in Israel for some 400 years. A period of silence, a period of time. And John comes in the middle of it all. To shout those words of Isaiah the prophet that we are to prepare ye the way of the Lord. And that's exactly what John does. He comes in the middle of human history. He comes in the middle of everything. And he stands in the wilderness and he proclaims that the Savior is going to come. After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. 
John reminds us that this Savior is going to come, and we're going to celebrate his birth in a couple of weeks. But remember that in the midst of all of this, in the middle of all of this, that Jesus also is in the middle. He's at the center of human history, and God sends him in the fullness of time, in the right time, in the right place to come into this world to take upon himself your sins and my sins and to die on a cross. Advent is a season of preparation. It's a season where every heart is called to prepare, to examine ourselves and to see where we're at in our own lives, in our own disobedience and sinfulness against God, to fall to our knees in repentance, to confess our sins knowing that he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness because of the gift of Jesus. It's a time not only to prepare our own hearts, but to call the hearts of those around us also to prepare. When people are so worried today, you hear it. How are we going to do all of our Christmas shopping with all of the stores, the small stores and businesses closed Well, you know, for some people, the obvious answer is, well, to do it online. But I keep thinking, why are you so worried? Because you see, to really prepare for Christmas is to understand what Christmas is truly all about. It is about putting Christ, that very Christ child, at the center of everything. To know that he's at the center of human history. To know that he stands in our place when he goes to a cross. That he is at the center of who we should be as his people. And that we as his people should know that Christ is at the center of our hearts and our lives. Guiding us and directing us in the promises of baptism guiding and lifting us up and reminding us that we belong to him, that indeed his name has been painted on our foreheads and on our hearts, and that we have been redeemed by Christ the crucified. He dwells here. By the power of his Holy Spirit, he lives in our hearts and in our lives. And he molds us and shapes us, not just to live in our faith, but to live by our faith, letting the world see the hope that we have even in the midst of the dark things going on, to let people see the hope that we have in the life given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Not only is Christ at the center of our hearts, but we also are to live a Christ-centered journey. To seek his will every day. To listen to what his word is saying to us. To see where the passion of the Holy Spirit drives us. And to know that in that journey he is with us always to the very end. 
to that time when we draw our last breath in this world. And he's working through us to impact the world around us. My friends, we have opportunity during this time. There's a time when people say, Christmas is going to be a lot different this year. No, it's not. The pandemic is not keeping Christ away. It doesn't prevent his birth or the celebration of it by those who believe. God's gift continues to come in all power and glory and might and dominion. And he still is born King of kings and Lord of lords. Christmas still comes. In our journey to that manger, to that stable in Bethlehem, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Put him at the center of what we do as we conduct ourselves in this, in this world. Put him at the center of who we are as we live not for ourselves but for him who died for us. Let us be a Christ-centered people and stand in the middle, in the middle of our history, in the middle of where we're at, not afraid to proclaim a God who intrudes himself into the middle of our lives, into the middle of who we are. Be a Christ-focused, Christ-centered journey. And as Stinky and Harry reminded us earlier, Put Jesus at the center of Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.